It's time for Dishing Up Nutrition with licensed nutritionist Darlene Kavist. Each week, Darlene explains the connection between what you eat and how you feel. Stay tuned to hear practical, real-life solutions for healthier living through good nutrition. Dishing Up Nutrition is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness. Slow down, you move too fast. You got to make the morning last. Just kicking down the cobblestones. Looking for fun. Well, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. I'm Darlene Kavis, licensed nutritionist and certified nutrition specialist. This show is brought to you by Nutritional Weight and Wellness, a company providing life-changing nutrition education and counseling. You know, why is nutrition education so important today? Well, when President Obama signed into law the health care bill, the president emphasized prevention as a way to contain health care costs. We know the traditional prevention model relies heavily on early detection of disease, not on prevention. I believe early detection is a too-late prevention approach. Every day we read in the newspapers that the bulk of health care costs are spent treating preventable degenerative diseases that frankly are draining this country's financial resources. This week, the childhood obesity type, uh, childhood type 2 diabetes story appeared in several of our local papers, and it was even covered on national TV. And the experts are finding the commonly used adult diabetes medications are not working very well or very long for children with type 2 diabetes which means these children, as they become adults, will have an increased risk of developing heart disease, going blind, having their toes and feet cut off. And, you know, you could go on and on about the future health problems for these children. Wait a second here. I got to jump in, even before I'm introduced, Star. Oh, okay. (laughs) Uh, You know, as a nutrition counselor, type 2 diabetes is not a medication problem. No. Medication isn't the solution. Type 2 diabetes is a nutrition problem. No one has taught our kids what to eat. You know, research is really clear, Dar. It says that type 2 diabetes is the result of eating too many processed carbs and sugar. Exactly. We know Isn't that? Yes. And really, every Saturday morning, we're here on our soapbox saying over and over, that our nation needs better nutrition care because it is the most important, mm-hmm. the h- most highly effective, and the least expensive way to improve our quality of life. Isn't that interesting? Nu- so n- just nutrition education is really the answer. It sure is. It's really the most logical way to reduce those health care costs. For some unknown reason, it still doesn't have the support of the insurance companies. And that's very frustrating. And I think it is frustrating to a lot of clients. clients. That, very much so. You know, they would probably, if it was supported by insurance, they would be coming in at least once a month, if mm-hmm. not every other week, which is probably what a lot of people need. And some people need every week to come in and see a nutritionist and help them Change Make those their, changes. Yes. It, it, it's very hard to do without adequate support and knowledge. And knowledge. And it's, you can't, 
You just can't throw all everything at a person at once, Mm-mm. although we try. <laughs> we try. Sometimes I think that might be too much. But So yeah. now let's welcome Kate Crosby to the show. Oh, Kate is a nutrition counselor and educator and sees clients in both our North Oaks office and our Lakeville offices. She is also very busy teaching nutrition classes at Lunch and Learns. Yep. And teaches at a variety of companies. And, of course, you are teaching our special Nutrition Nutrition for for Weight Loss loss. series in Lakeville, aren't you? And a big shout-out to my class. Good. And they're doing well? They're doing extremely well. This is a a really very dedicated group. So I'm very, very pleased with this. I am very pleased with how well people are doing in the Nutrition for Weight Loss classes. And it's interesting because it is just based on real food. Yeah. And there's no magic. No. It is like real protein, you know, meat, eggs. Veggies. Yeah. And lots of veggies, good fat. And it's, you know, fat. They can actually eat nuts, avocados, butter, and they're losing weight. And they're getting rid of all their inflammation. Pains. Yeah, that's that's what ha- we're in week four or five now, and the number of people who are coming back to class and saying, "I can't believe it, but I can actually move." Yes, I don't hurt, and boy, do I love the fact that I can eat fat. Now, one of our clients that was in, uh, I I believe, oh, she was in the St. Paul uh, weight, uh, nutrition for weight loss class. And she lost twelve pounds. <clears throat> excuse me. She lost twelve pounds in twelve weeks. Perfect. Twenty four and a half inches off oh. of her body. Wow. Yeah. It's the change of shape that's so astonishing. And you know, a lot of people, as I look around the room at my class now, their faces are entirely different. Bright eyed. Yes. A lot of people are less inflamed in the face, and even in terms of their red coloring, but also in terms of the shape of their faces. Yes. Um, it's, it's quite very amazing. exciting. So, well, so you know what? Let's get back to that little uh, type two diabetes okay. information. You know, one of my concerns here is about the the most recent diabetes study, Doctor Nathan, Doctor David Nathan, um, who was the author of the study. He tells us that type two diabetes progresses more rapidly in children than in adults. And it's much harder to treat. Hmm. You know, in fact, in the 1990s, you know, that's just, that's not very long ago. No. That's 20 years ago. You know, <clears throat> type 2 diabetes was almost never seen in children. I know. You know, researchers said they were shocked at how poorly the oral meds work for kids. Hmm. You know, and again, it's, it's not, not a, medica- a medication <laughs> problem. It's a cereal problem. Yeah. Or a soda problem. Or a French fry problem, or a pizza problem, or a pasta problem. Absolutely. It's not a medication problem. It is not a medication problem. You know, these kids need, deserve good, sound nutrition education. I think what you said right there, Kate, they need and deserve. Yeah. I think that deserve is interesting. They do. They do. The problem is they don't know where to get it. That's right. You know, they they re, they resort to TV nutrition where advertisers are giving it. They're telling, trying to get parents to buy the latest fake food, which they call whole grain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that just leads to the problem. It does. It just makes it worse. So our real topic today is not type 2 diabetes in kids, but how you can use food to manage stress. You mean... Instead of stress managing your food? Yes. 
<laughs> so using food to manage stress may be a new thought for some of our listeners. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, last night I was having dinner with a friend, and I, uh, she asked what the topic was for our radio show today, and I told her about using food to, to or food and stress and stress and food. She went, <laughs> oh, you mean like when I get really stressed and eat the pan of brownies? I went, well... <laughs> That's one way that people think of it. And often clients really think that they cannot manage their stress with food, but think that stress manages their eating. Oh, yes. And when they are stressed, they head to that pan of brownies or the ice cream or the muffins or the chocolate chip cookies or whatever it is that's their favorite high-carb food. You know, I think, Kate, as a society, somehow... We became confused about stress and food. Yep. So let me give you an example. Okay. You know, if you're a parent and you're sending your child off to play a hard, stressful game of football or soccer or whatever, you would kind of load them up with like a steak and a salad and a baked potato with butter and sour cream. Anyway, that's kind of what my parents fed my brothers when they played high school and college football. You know, you would be feeding your son or daughter protein, fats, and carbs that would give them energy Yep, and help them manage their stress. It's a stressful game. I did the exact same thing with my daughter when she played hockey. But her teammates would always look at her aghast as she was wolfing down a hamburger patty and a clementine or a pear because they thought the best thing you should eat before a game was carbs, fries, or chips. Something like that. Or even like a candy bar, I bet. Yeah, exactly. Oh. You know, even when I get ready to teach, maybe, you know, when I'm teaching a corporate class, a big corporate class, 100 people or so, the finer points. maybe 200 people? Maybe. (laughs) The finer points of nutrition over their lunch hour. I have to load up on protein. Sometimes it's a cold steak. Sometimes it's this morning I had leftover hamburger from the night, you know, last night. Sure. Sweet potato wedges, some fruit with some nuts. All of this helps my brain remember the information I want to share at the presentation. And we know there's nothing more stressful, at least for me, uh, and me for a problem, yeah. than public speaking. Very true. <laughs> Very true. So why do so many people grab junk food when they're stressed? Is it a habit? Or, you know, we may ask, what is going on biochemically that creates these habits? I think that's kind of a new huh. thought right there. We can create What is these going habits. on biochemically that creates our habits? Isn't that kind of an interesting hmm. thought? Mm-hmm. You know, the football player. Yep. You know, my brothers. Yeah. Lucy. Yep. You, Kate. Yep. You, you get your body and brain ready to handle stress. Oh. While others are sugar seekers when they are faced with stress. So when we are stressed, we get to the fork in the road. Do we prepare our body and brain with real protein, real vegetable carbohydrates, real fat? Or do we slide down the sugar road? So maybe Hmm. we should kind of stop and take Take a a quick little break here. And then when we come back, we're going to talk more about this biochemical connection and how you can prepare your body. To make good choices. To reduce your stress. Yes. So you're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. We're discussing foods to manage stress. Well, here's some foods that might increase stress for you. 
Mary Callender's Chicken Pot Pie. It has over 1,000 calories and 1,600 milligrams of sodium. That's a lot for one meal. That's enough for the day almost. Yep. Campbell's Soup has 1,900 milligrams of sodium. And did you know that each tablespoon of Land O'Lakes margarine has two and a half grams of trans fat? Now, listen, I always Ooh. think, Kate, I always think mar- Land O'Lakes, I always think butter. Butter. Now they have margarine. And you said margarine. Yes. Now they've got trans fats there. That's more than you should have for the entire day. We, we would recommend zero trans fats in any day. Yes. So I hope to get some calls. Today, about stress or any of your nutrition questions, call us at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, starting the week of May 14th, the nutrition educators will be teaching the Weight and Wellness Series eight different times and maybe even ten if we get all our classes scheduled. And we're going to be at at least five different locations. And if you want to understand the connection between what you eat and how you feel, come join the six weeks weight and wellness series. Change your nutrition to change your life is what we always say. You know, we have classes in St. Paul, Wyzetta, North Oaks, Maple Grove, and Lakeville. We have both evening and daytime classes. And if you want to sign up, call 651-699-3438. Or you can actually register right online. Go to weightandwellness.com. It's really easy. It's a great class. Good teachers. And, uh, loads you know, of information. One, of the other class, one of the other things that I wanted to mention is that we actually have a community ed class going on in Robbinsdale on May 7th, which I think is Monday. It's Monday. And it's called Stressed Out, High Anxiety, Real Foods, The Answer. And guess who's teaching it, Anna? Oh, great. And so you're not going to have, you're going to be laughing. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have a lot of fun while you reduce that stress. <laughs> so we're Dar- back. Looks like we've got a caller. Okay, we can so, take that. Um, let's take Susan. Susan, are you on the line? Good morning, Susan. Oh, good morning. <laughs> Welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You've got a question for us? Yes, I sure do. I have... Um, I've got a little bit too much stress in my life right now for various reasons, but um, I know that it can affect your cortisol and your adrenal glands, and my sleep is terrible, mm-hmm. and um, I, I'm really fussy about what I eat, and I'm taking some things that I got at Lake Winds, um, adrenal support, ashtagawanda, and a few other things. And um, so anyway, that's my question. Well, you know what? I think the things that you have to look at first is rather than some of these supplements that um, are kind of uh, supposed patches, patches, that's a good, (laughs) thank you, Kate, that's the word I was looking for. Uh You know, you have to sleep. Yes. If you want to reduce your adrenal stress, you have to sleep. Right. So how do you get, you know, eight hours of sleep is the question. Wouldn't I love that? Okay. Well, well you know, then, you know, you have to figure out where that's coming from. Is it, do you need to eat like a nice, you know, high fat snack before you go to bed, like avocado and some blueberries or something like that? Okay. So that's one step. And the next step would be to look at, okay, probably most people that are not able to sleep are really low on magnesium. Now, mm-hmm. some of the other symptoms of being deficient in magnesium is muscle cramps, eyes twitching, 
Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you get a little mm-hmm. twitch in your eyes. Yeah. Well, that's because you're low on magnesium. I do take the calm. Okay. That's probably not, not enough. enough because usually what happens is when you take a lot of that, you end up with some diarrhea. Ah, so we I've... recommend, you know, a very good quality magnesium glycinate. Okay. And I, I know our our brand of magnesium glycinate works, but chiropractors also have a good brand of magnesium glycinate. Mm-hmm. And you could still take the calm with that. Yeah, but, you could. But, um, okay. So, you need more probably. You know, you probably need four to 600 milligrams at least of magnesium at bedtime. Okay. So then if you're really, are you a person that kind of wakes up often during the night or? Uh, lately, yes. Okay. Um, are you kind of in, are you before menopause or, you know, in that I'm, range? I'm way after. <laughs> okay. Well, you know what? Your body is not making any progesterone because you're not ovulating any longer. And mm-hmm. so when you get low on progesterone, you actually can't sleep is one of the symptoms. Mm-hmm. So using a little bit of natural progesterone cream at bedtime, you know, just okay. put it kind of over your thyroid area or inner inner wrist area, thin skin mm-hmm. parts of your body works very well. Okay, and then Emer- that Emerita, relaxes you. I'm sorry, what? Is it, I think it's Emerita. Am yeah, I pr- that's fine. Right? Sure, that's yeah. fine. And then, then sometimes people need... Now, when are you kind of recycling thoughts a lot? Are you kind of worried? Oh, yeah. I'm good at that. Okay. <laughs> well, then I've got another one other solution. Okay. Um, a lot of people take something that is called 5-HTP, mm-hmm. which is a precursor to serotonin. Mm-hmm. And sometimes when we recycle thoughts a lot, we're low on serotonin. Okay. But, you know, probably the best thing is to really make an appointment with one of us and help you get to... Get this under control. I think so. You know, <laughs> the, the other aspect that I always think of besides sleep is during the day, you really need to eat five or six times a day. So every two and a half, three hours, a protein, a fat, and a carb, and adequate amounts. And that's where a nutrition counselor can help you figure out how much you need. Yeah. Okay. But I think those are great questions because we see people dealing with this all the time. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a supplement that kind of addresses the adrenal stress, you have to do, you have to get the sleep and the food in first. Mm-hmm. And so, mm-hmm. but thanks for the call. We appreciate right. it. Thank All you. Right. Right. Thank. So, well, back to the topic. Yes. Here. So we were talking about, you know, do we slide down the, if we're stressed, mm-hmm. do we slide down the slippery sugar road mm-hmm. or do we take the road, the nutrition road? It's kind of a puzzle, you know, what what starts up these habits, because they are kind of like habits, you know, taking that good nutrition road or the slippery slope. You know, for a lot of times, um, we need to think, do we set our kids up to go down that sugar road or the good nutrition road? You know, eating too many carbs and sugars can set your brain up for that bad habit. You know, Kate, I was just thinking, you said that Lucy, you would feed Lucy a, like a chicken breast or a piece yeah. of steak or something yeah. in a clementine. Yeah. So you were setting her up on the nutrition road. Right. On how to manage stress later on in her life. Yeah. What about the Gatorade people? Oh, yeah. There were a lot of those in those hockey arenas. Okay. Those uh. parents are setting their kids not knowing not knowingly. This is no. based on what they th- think is good information. Yes. 
It, definitely. And so we need to always keep reminding people that there is two different pathways that you can kind of help your kids if you understand mm-hmm. the chemistry behind some of this. Mm-hmm. And that's what I want to do today is I want to connect the most recent research to why we pick certain pathways or roads in our life. So really, if you have picked the sugar pathway, you know, you know it isn't the solution to reduce stress. Mm-hmm. In fact, almost all of our clients who come in, they say, sugar and processed carbs increase my stress, Yeah, but I'm drawn to them. Exactly. So here is a possible reason that you might always pick the path to sugar or the sugar path road. Well, I don't know if any of our listeners saw the, the Sunday night program on 60 Minutes. Um, it was a, There was a fascinating piece that was aired called Addiction and Why Bad Habits Are Hard to Break with Dr. Nord Volko. She's the head of the National Institute of Drug Abuse. She explained the biochemistry chemistry behind addiction and perhaps what pathway or behavioral road you take when you're faced with stress. This might be kind of a new thought um, to view your response to stressful situations. Do you reach for the candy bar or muffin, the, the mocha or the brownie, when you're stressed? Or do you eat the chicken breast, the vegetables, and butter to prepare yourself for stress? So how do these past eating habits, what do they have to do with it? And how does your personal brain chemistry affect your eating when you're fr- faced with stress? I mean, that's a lot of interesting things and a lot of interesting thoughts in what you just said, Kate. Yeah. It's kind of, you, what does your past eating habits have to do with how you actually handle stress? You know, how did your past childhood eating habits affect how you, as an adult, affect, deal with stress? Yeah, and what you choose. What do you choose? So let's take a look at some basic brain chemistry. You know, one of the most important brain chemicals is a neurotransmitter called dopamine. My favorite one. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say. Oh, whoops. (laughs) The the brain chemical dopamine is actively involved in the pleasure center of our brain. That's probably why we like it. Right. (laughs) So, but this is kind of interesting. Alcohol, drugs, cocaine, marijuana, meth, soda, sugar, all st- overstimulate dopamine. Whoa. I said overstimulate. overstimulate. Hmm. And the, it all acts on the pleasure center of our brain because we have just tons of dopamine in our pleasure center. So hmm. mm, before we go on, yeah. <laughs> I think we should maybe take a quick break. Quick break. Yep. Okay. Because then we'll leave people saying, okay, how do I get more dopamine going? <laughs> and not too much, and not but too- just the right amount. That's right. <laughs> You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. Some foods you should pick as superfoods for managing your stress. Let's list a few. Yep. Um, I would suggest picking wild-caught salmon full of omega-3 fatty acids to support your brain function. You know, I have been known when I'm doing the 200 uh, people Person presentation. <laughs> mm-hmm. I eat salmon for salmon. breakfast. Yeah, love it. Sweet potatoes are good. Loaded with carotenoids, vitamin C, vitamin K, folic acid. Add a little butter. You've got a nice stress-busting meal along with your salmon. 
Hope you have uh, call us, give us questions today at 651-641-1071. We'll be right back. Dishing Up Nutrition has listeners in San Francisco, Miami, International Falls, and Billings, Montana. Whether you live in the Twin Cities or across the country, nutritional guidance is as close as your phone. Nutritional Weight and Wellness offers phone consultations for people at a distance or too busy for office appointments. Would you like to increase your energy, lower cholesterol, or resolve digestive problems? Here's how phone consultations work. First, complete a health history. Next, discuss your health goals with a nutritionist. Then she creates an eating plan for your biochemistry and lifestyle. You make the time, and Nutritional Weight and Wellness provides the plan and support. Make the call from the privacy of your home or office and get nutrition expertise from the people you trust. For information, call Nutritional Weight and Wellness at 651-699-3438. Outside the Twin Cities, call 888-805-8954, toll free. Or go to weightandwellness.com. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. Researchers for the last several years tell us that the brain chemical dopamine is the neurotransmitter that gives us that sense of well-being. Dopamine creates energy and focus, and dopamine helps us maintain a good self-esteem, which is just an interesting thought, isn't it? Very. So if you're deficient in dopamine, you often have problems with addiction. And you just can't stop with one. Mm-hmm. You can't stop with one brownie. You can't stop with one glass of wine. You can't even stop with just buying one pair of shoes. Or one pain pill. Yeah, or one pain pill. You know, we're discussing how to build dopamine and what destroys dopamine. So I got a couple of one couple of classes that I want to mention, Kate. Okay. Um, You know, if people are having problems with bone density, you know, osteoporosis or osteopenia, We've got a couple of great classes. It's, you know, it's build our osteoporosis class, foods that build bones. And actually, it is Monday night, May 7th in Wyzetta and in North Oaks. And we have a class in Lakeville on Tuesday night, May 8th. So a lot of people are experiencing problems with with osteopenia, osteoporosis. Mm -hmm. Great class. Very informative. You know, we've got a caller. Okay. A couple of them, actually. Okay. Uh, Lisa has a question about supplements. um... Okay. Let's find out. Lisa, welcome to Dishing Up Nutrition. You had a question? Hi. Yeah. Um, I'm a busy mom. I have three teenagers, and I try really hard to make sure that, you know, they get their protein, their fat, and a good carb with their meals. Good for you. Um, (laughs) The question I have is about supplements. So sometimes I'm not so good, and I I want to make sure I have backup plan that they're taking some kind of good vitamin and two questions you know what what would what should I make sure that is in their supplement and then as you know good supplements can be expensive you know how, how do you figure it out with cost of supplements I mean do you kind of break it down is it the cost of a well I think um, you have to look at what are probably the most important one and I have to say before even a multivitamin I would recommend taking omega-3 fish oil you know, if you can okay. get them either to take a liquid or uh, one in a soft gel, you know, one or two a day, that's going to support their brain, their muscles, everything in their body, you know, their blood vessels. So that would probably be one of the most important ones. And the other one that I would have to say, even way before a multi, would be magnesium. Because 
we as a society are so depleted in magnesium, and that leads to muscle cramps, Charlie horses, um, you know, just all those things. And I think anxiety, anxiety, and especially if you've got kids that are active and perspiring a lot, they use it up. They use it up. So you know, just get a really good fish oil and. One of the things you can tell if it's a good fish oil, it's not going to be, people aren't going to burp it, and it's not going to smell bad, and it's going to taste good. Uh, Otherwise, it might be rancid, and some fish oils are rancid. You Mm -hmm. know, that's true. And then, and magnesium, we always recommend magnesium glycinate because it gets absorbed so well. Mm -hmm. And maybe they need like one or two of each of those, and that's all. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't worry about some of those other things. That's my take. Yep. All right. Great. Thank you. All right. We have another caller here, Kathy. Okay. Kathy, you have a question about diet? Yes. um, I'm currently reading The Paleo Answer. Mm -hmm. um, Sure. Part of that um, book series. And I'm really confused. I I was reading about the, um, what they're advocating for avoiding certain vegetables and beans and legumes because of some of the, they call them anti-nutrients, saponins and uh, lectin and phytate and things like that. Um, do, what is your take on that? Well, I think, you know, I, I'm not quite sure which vegetables they're recommending not to eat, but I they're, do. They're suggesting you avoid legumes altogether, yeah. any tubers like potatoes, even sweet potatoes, um, certain nightshade um You know, vegetables. I I think that if you're a person with a lot of inflammation in their body, those some of those recommendations might make sense. But as a general person out there trying to eat as healthy as we can with busy schedules, I think when we start getting so restrictive, uh, we just give up and then we end up eating sugar. So, you know, to me, I need a little bit of sweet potato for breakfast to keep my blood sugar balanced. Mm -hmm. If I only eat meat and spinach, it doesn't work so well for me. Right. So, you know. You you just keep it in a moderate amount, maybe a half a cup or so. Okay. And, and 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 in a lot of ways, but all of those foods are really high in fiber. They'll keep your blood sugar stable for a much longer period of time. I think you know every book. You take the good <clears throat> stuff and you leave the bad. Yep. And how to sort that all out is is individual. Is, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Yep. Sometimes you need you need some nutritional professional help. You know. Yeah. Actually, you know, we think of another another food that is really very good for blood sugar balance and for brain chemicals would be chili. Mm Because it's got meat and it's got tomatoes and a little bit of kidney beans or some type of bean in it. And it is very good at balancing blood sugar. And it's simple. Very. (laughs) Simple to make. And simple. You just eat a bowl. You're done. Yep. So that, but good thanks for the call. Mm -hmm. All right. Got one more call. All right. One more call. Sure. Uh, Frank has a call about surgery. Good morning. Hi, good morning. I am... uh, I've gone to a couple of the bariatric surgery um, sessions thinking that would b- possibly help in my eating habits and weight problem. Um, I have a BMI of 30. I'm 45, about 5'10 and about 240 currently. My weight has always been around the 200 range. Mm-hmm. So in the last year, I have really gained weight. And I just cannot do anything to lose the weight. After going to the surgery, our surgery sessions, informations, I just found that this is just too invasive, and it's not my solution. Yep. Well, that would be my solu- <laughs> solution, too. too. Yes. Woo. Good. Good for you. 
so what do you think my next step should be in order to get my mind focused on really being disciplined and how my body should react to um, losing this weight? I think you should sign up for our Nutrition for Weight Loss series. That's 12 classes. And at the beginning of the series, we sit down with each person for two hours, one of the nutritionists does, and we design an individualized program for you. And so based on your schedule, based on what you like to eat, what all those different things, and it's different for each person. And then you get the weekly more nutrition, education, support, encouragement, I don't know, Kate. Recipes. Um, It's it's pretty uh, life changing. So um, I'm trying to think. We're not. We don't have a new series starting soon. Soon, but yeah, Um, I would call our office or look on our website uh, for the next series that's close to you. Okay. Um, But it's it's really uh, it's such a good deal because you get your two hour initial consultation. Then you get your 12 one-hour classes where you learn specifically about different nutrition principles. And it's only cost three ninety nine. Yeah. And then you can always add on more consultations if you feel like that's what you need, which yeah. some people do. Certainly. Um, so. It's a great question. Thank you for calling in today. And I, you made a great decision. I think definitely. Can I go for the website? Weightandwellness.com. All one word. Got it. Okay. Great. Look Thank forward you. to it. Seeing you. So we, hmm. we're talking about brain chemistry that gets conditioned into responding in a certain way. Yeah. So if you're a person that reaches for a bag of potato chips, or if you're someone that needs to go through a fast food drive through or if you buy a muffin and a mocha after a hard, stressful day at work, so you have to ask uh-huh. yourself, what is my brain chemistry trying to tell me? Could yeah. it be you have conditioned your brain to respond to stress by grabbing for your addictive type of food? Hmm. And that could be, mm-hmm. I mean, that could be fast food. Absolutely. We hear that all the time, don't we? All the time. <laughs> yeah. On the other hand, you know, if you realize that your Monday is going to be a really stressful day at work, and you start your day with a big balanced breakfast of eggs and sausage, maybe some broccoli and carrots with some butter, you've already conditioned your brain to have more self-control. This kind of breakfast sets you up to have self-control, being able to make decisions that are really in your best interest. And, you know, and that really becomes pretty powerful when people start doing that, right, Mm -hmm. Kate? Mm -hmm. You know, you know... You can predict how you are going to think, and you can predict how you're going to feel when you do this. And this is one of the things that we teach people in our classes all the time. All the time. I know that if I eat a really balanced breakfast before a stressful day, at least I have a foundation to work off of. If, on the other hand, I've had a cup of coffee and a donut or something... I'm, which I haven't done, but <laughs> when I did do things like that, I couldn't function. I had yes. no legs under me, so to right. speak. And I think that's true for almost everyone that's listening. Mm-hmm. If they eat those kinds of foods, it's a good, good, doesn't, you, know, you have doesn't no work. foundation. You know, some people, maybe I should say, maybe most, most of us people in America have conditioned their brain to seek pleasure foods. You know, they are always 
looking for something that's going to please them mm-hmm. taste wise. Yeah, you know, because true. we know that there's a problem because 67 percent of population is overweight. You know, people reach for junk food when stressed mm-hmm. and the more sugar and processed foods they eat, the fewer dopamine receptors are in their brain. Say that again. Wait a second. So the more sugar and processed foods or chemicals, I mean, this could be alcohol or cocaine or any of those addictive type substances. Pop. Pop. Uh The more you drink of that or the more you eat of those foods, you actually diminish your dopamine receptors. So if I don't have a lot of dopamine receptors, then I need more dopamine to get a kick? You need more stimulation to get a kick. So, you know what? You will not, you know, if you're thinking about this pleasure, maybe you're a nut goody person. You eat a lot of nut goody bars. Well, one bar is not going to be enough for you. You're going to want two bars. Ah. Or you're not going to stop with one brownie. You're going to want... Two brownies. Two brownies. Or a whole pan of brownies. So, Dar, it looks like maybe we need to take a break. Okay. All Very right. good. We'll take okay. a break. Yep. You're listening to Dishing Up Nutrition. As we've been discussing, dopamine is an important neurotransmitter. So I'd like to share one method of building up your level of dopamine. You can use food to manage your stress and build your dopamine. The building block for dopamine is animal protein. So... If you would eat eggs and veggies for breakfast, you'll get some. Turkey slices and a half an apple for a snack, full of protein, good carbs. A salmon salad for lunch provides you with the building blocks for dopamine. Mm -hmm. A dish of cottage cheese and blueberries for a snack. Great. Maybe a small steak and salad for dinner. And you have just provided your body and brain with the building blocks to make good brain chemicals. When we come back from break, Dar is going to share a supplement you can take to also help you make dopamine. And we'll be back in a minute. Well, welcome back to Dishing Up Nutrition. You know, if you need some extra help to support neurotransmitter production, I suggest a wonderful natural supplement that's called Crave Control Plus. Mm-hmm. You know, each capsule includes the building blocks to make dopamine and serotonin. This is an excellent choice to give yourself the needed help to make changes in your eating habits. And I actually formulated Crave Control several years ago, and hundreds and hundreds of people have benefited from its effectiveness. So you can call our office and be happy to answer any kind of questions about Crave Control. Uh, The number is 651-699-3438. And I think there's a little description on our website about Mm -hmm. Crave Control also. So, Kate, we were talking about, you know, what pathway do we do you go down? Mm-hmm. How do you learn this habit of going down the nutritional road to basically for stress control? Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. have you built up this habit what? of sugar, the sugar road or the processed carbohydrate to manage your stress? Well, I think sometimes the first step solving that problem is really to recognize, well, what type of person are you? Are you the person that prepares your brain for stress? Or are you the stress junk food eater? So if you are that stress junker, 
then it's really time to turn in your old junker for a new model of behavior. And that, I think, is a kind of an interesting thought even there, Kate, because I'm not sure a lot of people even realize that they can change that behavior. Exactly. You know, it's... So how do you change it? Mm-hmm. You really need a plan. Mm-hmm. You know, you need a plan that's carefully thought out. And I think this gentleman that called in, you know. Who was thinking about the bariatric surgery right. and didn't want to do it. Yeah. He he recognized that he really needs a plan. Yep. And, you know, a plan that prepares you each and every day for stress. Because you know what? Yeah. It's just around the corner. Absolutely. In this day and age. Yep. So, you know, make an appointment with one of the nutritionists at Weight and Wellness for the best answer, basically, because that's what we do every day. Personalized answer for you. You also have to remember that your brain has become addicted to some of these pleasure-creating foods, and it'll take time to heal the brain. So you always need to think ahead with real food, real protein, real veggie carbs, and real fat. So... Like, Dar, what did you have this morning before you came to the radio show? Well, you know, I did not have my eggs and spinach this morning. I know. A little I, early know, this sometime morning. it just doesn't happen. So yep. what I basically did was I had it like an organic sausage, mm-hmm. you know, it's their pre-cooked sausage, mm-hmm. warmed that up a little bit, and I had a half an apple with that with just a little bit of peanut butter on the apple. So hmm. then I had my protein, my, my little bit of carb, carb, and a little bit of fat. And that's not a typical breakfast, but that's because when I go home today, I probably will go home and eat a real breakfast. I'm sure I will. Well, people ask us all the time, how how can I do this in a very, you know, quickly? How can I eat this way quickly? How can I have prepared foods so that I'm not um, cooking all day long? Mm -hmm. Um, Got some thoughts there? You know, one of the things that I do probably, I try to do this almost every week, is I happen to like chili, but it's my mm-hmm. brand of chili. Yep. <laughs> yep. And it's, I make up uh, a big batch of chili, you know, using a couple of pounds of grass-fed beef mm-hmm. and some kidney beans and some real tomatoes. And it's, I just have it on hand in case I get home from work and I'm not ready to do any cooking. I just... I'm out just it's too late to cook. I've got a well-balanced meal there, easy. I warm it up and that's it. It is a really easy one. Do you freeze that? I don't. I just make I know it a enough lot of people for the, do. But yeah. I just I make enough for the week for and, the week. and oh, I just okay. use it. Mm-hmm. So I, that's one of the things that I do. I also like the chicken wild rice soup in the same capacity. For me that one is very soothing. I even like it for breakfast. Sure. It's so easy. You know, people always say, "Oh, but I need a quick breakfast." A bowl of soup that's balanced, protein, fat, and a carb, is really quick. So another thing that people could do, because it's animal protein that makes dopamine. Yes. So what we want to do is maybe think in terms of what kind of protein could we have. So one possibility is you could boil an egg and have a little cottage cheese, kind of mix them together, smash them up, mix them together, and you could have that with uh, maybe half a sweet potato. That would be great. That would taste great, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. You know, I think we have to kind of get out of that thinking that it has to be a bowl of cereal. Yes. We replace it with a bowl of cottage cheese, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, absolutely. You know, um, I think we had a caller, uh, I think we've answered some of the questions, a caller who asked about, you know, how do I 
eat with, you know, how do I keep balanced in a fast lifestyle? Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the other things that I often do is get a really good quality rotisserie chicken, mm-hmm. or I throw one or two whole chickens in my crock pot with salt and pepper, nothing else. And great idea. The meat falls off the bone, and then I have adequate protein. I can always find a carb and a fat. Yes. Like you did, the apple and peanut butter, mm-hmm. the sweet potato and butter. Yes. But to have adequate protein around at all times is crucial, especially when we're talking about stress, building up that dopamine. Exactly. So, I, you know, another one that we rely a lot on because we know that whey protein mm, mm-hmm. also is a dopamine serotonin, serotonin builder. Yes. So we often make... A protein shake in the mm-hmm. morning, and it could be for a snack, it could be for, you know, it could be for breakfast, but it's got pro, uh, some yogurt in it. Mm-hmm. Full fat, plain. Yep, mm-hmm. plain yogurt. It's got some fruit in it, some berries, frozen berries. It's got some whey protein powder in it, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and maybe just a little bit of coconut milk, and you blend that up, and you've got a perfect, perfectly good dopamine builder. Mm-hmm. I think of that for the mother who called with the teenage kids who's always worried about getting enough, you know, healthy nutrition and healthy foods. A protein shake for those guys is always And one of the easy. things that I've been encouraging people to do lately, Kate, is to put in a scoop of our product that's called Dynamic Greens. And so then people are that. getting lots of uh, vegetables in the protein drink, and it tastes good. Mm-hmm. Lots and lots I mean, of kids, antioxidants. Yes. Mm-hmm. All the kids seem to like that because it gives it such a nice taste. And who would think that they would like that? I know. It's flavored. One is flavored with uh, kiwi, one kiwi is... lime or something. Mm-hmm. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. Absolutely delicious. So as we think about it, it's, it's always we go back to having people eat real protein, real vegetables, carbohydrates. That's the best form of carbohydrates, those vegetables. Green and, beans. Yeah. Asparagus, broccoli. Okay. And real fat. You know, butter, olive oil, all those Avocados. Yes. And honestly, clients who prepare themselves with real food report feeling empowered. Hmm. You know, they have a, we hear this all the time, don't we? They feel more self-confident. Yes. And they have no No sugar sugar hangovers. And that's the beauty. So one of the other things that I want to talk about today is that we are going to be opening our office in Maple Grove. I think it's the Monday after Mother's Day, if everything goes well. Um, And if you want to make appointments, you can do that. Cassie and Brenna are both going to be working in our Maple Grove office. And uh, the number, if you want to make an appointment, is 651-699-3438. And we're going to have a bigger classroom than ever oh, there? there. Oh, excellent. Yes. So excellent. It's, it's, it's a great location. Very easy to get to. So again, as we think about this, you know, how, what road are you going to take to manage your stress? You know, are you going to take the nutrition road? Or the sugar road? Yeah. So are Hopefully. you going to be, be prepared? Plan. You know, are you going to think, okay, what's my day like? How am I going to prepare my body and my brain to handle the stress that we're all under these days? Everybody is, and it isn't just an adrenal problem. It is a brain chemical problem. Yes. And so how do we manage to keep 
our dopamine so that we don't lose those dopamine receptors. And we lose those dopamine receptors when we overstimulate them. With cocaine and sugar and, and sugar and cocaine. Addictive. Isn't yeah, that alcohol. interesting? Yeah. But you can also provide yourself with just an adequate amount of protein to give yourself the building blocks to make dopamine as well. Keep those receptors clear. Yep. Have a and great you got day. It. Have Thank a great you. day.